This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with the Wake Up Call reporters, Sandy Dalton, T.C. Smythe, Elliot Jackson, and Carol Brebach. We're doing a special recording at Soundcheck Studios on Main Street. You might even hear a passing car occasionally. Ladies, welcome to the program. Hello. Thanks, Gary. This is exciting. This is the one-year anniversary of the Wet Mountain Wake Up Call. It seems like only yesterday that we were kicking this off. TC, you were involved at the beginning. How did this whole thing get started, as you recall? Well, at the time, shortly before we started this on July 27th, 2020, I was recovering from COVID, and I couldn't come in to the studio to do any shows. I was isolating at home at my place up in Blumenau, and I was trying to find some way I could create programming without getting anybody sick, without coming in and contaminating microphones or whatever. And uh, Sandy had just learned how to do the Comrex and Opal remote broadcasting hardware. And I thought maybe that could be used to create some new programming too. And uh, Kathy Blaha and I sort of visioned what would a morning news program sound like? What elements would it have? And what voice should it have? And we brought Sandy in to sort of temper some of my naughtier angels and uh, that's how we came up with the original vision for the Wet Mountain Wake Up Call. And Sandy, TC mentioned Opal. We have Steve Miller doing a regular show from Minneapolis after he moved. Tell us a little bit, bit about that. That was one of the exciting things that we got going during COVID. Yeah, we have it now where uh, DJs can do their shows live from home. During COVID, when we couldn't have any DJs in at all, we started out with having them create pre-recorded shows, load them into the library, and then play them out of the library, and they were recorded, and we really wanted to do live shows again, and the Comrex lets us do them live from any location. I still do mine from home. Steve was here when he started doing his from home and got to keep doing it when he moved, and he does a real unique thing with the Celtic that it's just wonderful that he gets to keep doing it that way. Yeah, we're glad that he's decided to keep doing that. Now, Sandy and TC, you've been at it since the beginning. Recently, we've added three other people. We've got Carol Brebach, Elliot Jackson, and Mandy Ballard. That's right. We and, did. And Elliot and, and Carol are here. Uh, Carol, why did you raise your hand? when the opportunity arose. What was it that intrigued you? Well, I was just kind of looking at the uh, KLZR website, and I saw the little notice for needing an announcer for the wake-up call, and I thought, well, I can do that. (laughs) I used to be in uh, public radio down in uh, Tucson, Arizona with uh, KUAT, and so I thought, it should be fun. I'd like to do it and help out the community and kind of keep abreast, too, you know, of what's going on in the community. With the COVID, you kind of lose touch with everything, and it was a way to stay in touch with what's going on. And that's a good point. During the COVID, this show came up right at the same time. Not a coincidence, necessarily, but a lot of listeners uh, 
got to find out what was going on when they couldn't get out and about. So, Elliot, what was it that got you involved? Well, my, my story is not dissimilar from Carol's in that I, too, uh, used to do a lot of DJing for community radio stations, uh, KVNF in Paonia and KHEN in Salida, and briefly here in KLZR. So I saw it as an opportunity to combine getting back into community radio broadcasting with my background as a reporter most recently for the Wet Mountain Tribune and so it just seemed like a natural fit and so when TC and I were talking about it and she said that that um, the wake-up call was looking to recruit new voices, new people to be on for it, I said yeah sure I'll do it. <laughs> so how does the wake-up call complement the Tribune? I mean, one of the things that attracted me to it, and, and one of the things that I think I'm going to, uh, that's going to continue to attract me to wanting to do both is that, you know, as, as, as you know, Gary, uh, a lot of uh, local community newspapers that, in, that were independently owned have disappeared or been bought up by conglomerates that are going to milk them of their assets and then strip all the local coverage out. And so I really appreciated the fact that KLZR, in the face of all of this, was starting to expand its local news coverage. And of course, you know, the Tribune has been the voice of the Valley for 140-something years. Um, it's a venerable tradition, and, and, you know, Jordan, who is the new publisher, is, is con, you know, committed to continuing um, local independent coverage. So I see it as my way of helping to make sure that local coverage doesn't get lost. Because in you know, a lot of communities, even a little bit bigger than ours, yeah, their local paper's gone, their their local radio station's been taken over, they, you know, their only news outlet it can be Facebook, and as we all know, that's not always the most <laughs> accurate source for community information. That's true. Uh, TC? Well, uh, we also brought on board uh, Madeline Ballard, who couldn't be here with us today, but uh, she is the youngest member of the Wake Up Call team, uh, just having graduated this year from Custer County High School. And as we've developed Maddie into a wake-up call correspondent, we discovered that she's, a, she's connected to some other communities that I didn't have any connection to. And she's going to provide a really valuable connection to the veterans community through her family, as well as to young people in the county who do fun things like play Dungeons and Dragons on Friday. So we decided to let her go ahead and start a segment of her own that recaps last week's Dungeons and Dragons session, uh, almost like a serial or or a soap opera uh, might do with a cliffhanger. So uh, the wake-up call hosts, we should mention, are are paid. This is a paid position, which is quite new for the radio station. We're pleased to do that because it's relentless. Sandy, when this thing started out, these segments were two to three minutes. Now they're probably, oh, I don't know, six, seven, eight minutes. Yeah. How has it evolved over the year? There's been a lot more to talk about and then for a while we were having the calendar in the wake-up call and the event list just continued to grow and grow and grow until it was it was longer than the than the stuff that would normally go in the wake-up call um, but we I've had I think my longest has been a little over eight minutes and that was totally unexpected 
And that, that much content can take four hours to produce. I mean, I know yeah. it, you only hear it eight minutes in your car. But those of us who put it together, when you add in all the time to research it and to write it properly, make it read properly, then record it and then trim out the fat and blah, 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 it, it can take some time. And what would you guess it costs to produce a daily segment? I'd say anywhere from 30 to $60 per segment. I'd say typically between 30 and 45 But uh, yeah, because of the number of hours it takes to make the number of minutes of actual content that we get. And we, we do the wake-up call five times a week. It's a unique each day. Now that we're breaking out of COVID, at least somewhat, uh, there's more going on in the Valley, and we've just separated out the calendar into a separate segment. Uh, a year and a half ago, it was its own element, but now there's a lot going on. How does that change things? And remind us when the, the hours are for these two programs, the calendar and the wake-up call. Calendar airs at 7, 11 a.m. and then 5 p.m. And the wake-up call airs at 7, 8, 9, and 11 a.m. Monday oh. through Friday, all of it. And, and, and there's a weekend edition of the calendar, runs too. on the weekends, too, which is uh, one good reason to have the calendar in its own slot because the wake-up call doesn't, and people want to hear what's going on on the weekends. And if someone happened to miss 7, 8, 9, and 11, there are other ways to get that information. If you want to read the information, uh, we post it every day to our KLZR's Facebook page. And you can also come to the radio station's website at klzr.org. Scroll down to the Valley Views link. You can read the text and hear the audio that was aired that day. Uh, Paul Leach does the, the posting for us daily on the website, and we appreciate that. So There's a lot of folks involved with this, I know. And as a listener, I enjoy knowing the latest that's going on in the Valley in some detail. As a radio board member, I am very happy the way this has turned out. It's much more detailed than I would have anticipated when we first rolled into this. Let me ask Carol and Elliot, what are your favorite segments? What type of news do you gravitate towards? Well, I'm just starting out, and I was surprised by a lot of things, actually. Um, reporting on the precipitation and the water flow and all of the wildfires, that's essential information for our communities. So that's a favorite in that way. But kind of the main thing I like is, is one of the things that we just kind of look at, and sometimes it's in and sometimes it's not, but it's that strange information that comes in that it's a special day like National Ice Cream Day. <laughs> I'm just one of those people that like the more quirky news. I, I can say. get behind National Ice Cream Day any, <laughs> any day of the year. So, Elliot, how about you? What 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 um, do you gravitate towards, just in terms of? Well, interest? one of the, I don't know what this says about me, but one of the features <laughs> that we're going to add in on Thursday, uh, which is the day that I record, is uh, highlights from the sheriff's blotter, um, <laughs> which uh, we I was covering for the Tribune and for a number of reasons, mostly because Jordan said, yeah, "I'm getting mad." People, you know, I'm getting tired of people getting mad at me and calling me up when they see their name in the paper. So, <laughs> um, Ooh, so are we going to put their names in the blog? No, we are not. I mean, well, I'm not. I mean, you, you can do what you want, but no, but 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 
there is some interesting stuff um, and sometimes some you know important or critical stuff that shows up in the sheriff's reports on their website. So every week I'm going to just you know pick out one or two items to to highlight there. And you know as for as for other segments, you know like Carol, I've, I've I mean I, I just want to give a shout out to TC and Sandy for the amount of information they compiled for us in terms of amazing. where to look for drought information and fire information and road condition information and this and that. So week by week, it's going to kind of depend on like what little nugget of information pops up, like what mm -hmm. my favorite part of the recording is going to be. And TC, how many sources might there be out there that one checks with in a month's time? We used to have all of the sources on every day. And I had to check 52 links per day um, to make sure I hadn't missed anything that would be critical. And a lot of times you just you, you read it and you go, meh, that's a nothing burger, and you move on to the next link. But uh, anywhere, you know, I'd say on a typical day, I'm going to probably have 25 or so different sources in a, in a report of mine. But I will have checked 50. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> that is a lot. Uh, Sandy, what's the biggest challenge of getting accurate and timely information? Having to just keep double-checking. Sometimes you have to call and ask because I, maybe the biggest challenge is that a lot of places do not put out accurate information of their own or they don't update it. Mm. And so... And by it, the time we're doing it, they're closed. Yeah. and So yeah. it's hard to get them. Yeah. <laughs> Question for anybody, if you could add a topic or two not currently covered, what would it be? Ooh, I'm thinking sports has got to be coming up at some point. We need to come up with a system that the school can communicate to us the results of local sporting events. Yeah, we, I think that would be great. We put it in when we have it. When we have it, right. But we right. don't always get it. Well, good. Uh, any other... Oh, I was just going to add to that that, um, you know, I'm pretty sure that Joe Virgilio, the, the, the principal, will be happy to work with us on this. So we can approach him. Yeah, and, yeah uh, he's good. Yeah. He's a good principal. But, yeah, I would, I would say that's probably information, like, a lot of people would like to hear is uh, sporting scores. Ladies, we are running short of time, but we are a music radio station uh, at our heart. Give me one of your favorite artists, all four of you. I'd say first David Wilcox and then maybe Jackson Brown. Okay. Elliot, how about you? You know, if I had to pick just one, I would have to go with Richard Thompson. Ooh. Richard Thompson? Okay. Ooh. Fairport Convention. Yeah. <laughs> John Baptiste. All right. John Baptiste. Him, yeah, and Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, who's 80 years old now. Uh, Sandy, how about you? I'll have to go with... Iggy Pop, Ramones, <laughs> <laughs> Hillbilly so, Moon Explosion. Sweet. You know, it's been a while since I've been heard the Hillbilly Moon Explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, thanks for stopping by. Uh, it, this is quite the milestone. Congratulations on keeping the Wet Mountain Wake Up Call going for a whole year. You're very welcome. We look forward to doing a lot more. We have been visiting with Wake Up Call reporters Sandy Dalton, T.C. Smythe, Elliot Jackson, and Carol Brebach, uh, and also reminding you that uh, Maddie Ballard is the fifth of that team. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. 
You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 